Welcome to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you're interested in staying healthy, becoming fitter or stronger, getting rid of pain, or enhancing your athletic performance, this is the place for you. We're excited to be part of your journey to better health. Thanks for listening. If you are a parent and you have a child who is interested in becoming a physical therapist and you want to know where to start, what the career path looks like, this information is going to be perfect for you. Uh, my name is Chris Garcia. I'm the, the CEO and founder of a physical therapy company, a fitness and health uh, company uh, in San Diego, California called uh, Sports Performance uh, Physical Therapy. And I created this, uh, this episode, this uh, content for you because I had so many parents asking, where should my child start? What is a normal path for a physical therapist? They're interested in the profession, but I'm not sure if it's for them. How do I get more information? So the more advice I kept giving out, uh, I realized that uh, there was a lot of people with the same questions, the same interest. So I thought I'd share it with you. Um, so before I, I talk about the uh, the ins and outs of the profession, uh, I just want to give you a little background about myself and uh, how uh, my information can help you, your child, and anybody uh, who is interested in the profession. Please uh, feel free to share this information. Uh, as I mentioned, I'm a physical therapist. Uh, at the time of this recording, I've been a physical therapist for 14 years. Uh, I've done a uh, doctorate in physical therapy. I also completed a residency in sports physical therapy. I have a specialist certification. Uh, I've worked in professional sports uh, for many years, nearly a decade. Uh, I traveled around the world with professional athletes. I've been on admission committees uh, for into uh, doctorate programs uh, for physical therapy. I helped start a curriculum. Uh, for a physical therapy school in San Diego. I've written letters of recommendation and I've helped students get into the number one school in the country uh, for several years. And I uh, am a proud owner of a um, fantastic business uh, of physical therapy in San Diego that we've helped uh, students, high school students, uh, community college, uh, uh, four-year degree school students get into college or excuse me get into physical therapy school and um, I want to share all the advice that I've given to parents and uh, individuals just like you uh, because they're the same questions we all have the same questions and uh, me going through physical therapy school uh, I'll, I'll give you a little insight into my journey but everyone's going to be different but what I'm going to give is a general framework of what does a typical path look like uh, into physical therapy um, who is it for? Uh, who changes their mind? And who is it not for uh, later down the line? And I'll share some stories. Uh, and then uh, what to do if you think that your child is fully committed uh, to this next journey in their life, which I, I'm biased. I think it's the best, absolute best profession uh, on the planet. <laughs> uh, but that's, uh, that's my personal bias. Um, so uh, what does a typical path look like uh, to become a physical therapist? And um, this is going to change uh, our very per state, per uh, program. And uh, so I'm going to give you a general outline. Uh, most schools nowadays uh, require a doctorate of physical therapy. So what that means is uh, after high school, you're going to go to uh, get a college degree in whatever degree you want. Actually, fun facts, you don't have to have a degree in any one thing specifically. It can be any uh, any um, category, uh, any emphasis. And all you have to have is prerequisites to get in physical therapy school. So uh, you need a bachelor's degree in anything that you want. 
uh, you're then going to go uh, apply to physical therapy school. Uh, and just like college, uh, when going from transitioning from high school to college, you have to take your SAT uh, and then have letters of recommendation and have an entry uh, essay. And that's going to be exact same. Uh, for PT school. Uh, so at the time of this recording, uh, you have to take your GRE, uh, which is a graduate level SAT, and letters of recommendation and um, observation hours and uh, essays and things like that. And then you're going to get into your doctorate program. Now, there are masters of physical therapy programs. Now, what I would say is a lot of parents have asked me, is it is it worth it? Uh, should my child plan on getting a doctorate, not a master's? I think the profession is heading in the direction that the doctorate will be mandatory. And that may or may not happen, but uh, it, it's almost, it, it's maybe six months to one year extra. Uh, and I think if the profession's heading there, I would highly recommend that. Uh, if you're already committed to that many years in, in school and your education, uh, it's it's no real big difference. I, th I think you just continue on with that. So uh, you go into a doctorate program, and that's three years. So you have uh, a four-year uh, undergraduate degree, and then you're going to continue with three-year doctorate uh, program. And now there are some schools in different states. Uh, fun fact that uh, you can get your degree in, uh, you can get your undergraduate degree and physical therapy degree combined in six years. Now, these are hybrid programs, and they do exist. I know, I think, about five in the country. Uh, there may be more, but uh, ultimately, you can look up uh, hybrid uh, undergrad and physical therapy degrees, and that allows people to uh, consolidate everything and still have their doctorate within six years total. Uh, for some people, uh, the profession is heading towards uh, going into a residency style uh, training, just like physicians. And uh, there are now, uh, I think there's nine or 10 different specialties within physical therapy. So most people, when they come to me and they ask, hey, Chris, you know, uh, what, what type of uh, physical therapy should they get into? Most people, uh, by the time they find us, and in our location and what we do, it's mainly sports physical therapy or orthopedics. So those who have had, um, you know, surgeries and you're trying to get them back to where they want to be, or, you know, you have high school students who want to run, you know, cross country or uh, college, uh, you know, athletes or whatever it is. And so people are involved in, you know, the fitness and the health and, and um, you know, the, the sports world. So there's different specialties. So uh, there's sports and orthopedics, uh, there's neurology, uh, working with individuals with um, different types of uh, challenges to their nervous system. Uh, they have acute injury, acute, uh, acute care, working in a hospital, uh, maybe after a heart attack or uh, any type of trauma working there. Uh, there's wound care. So if people are, really have a strong passion for uh, wounds uh, and wound healing, uh, there's geriatrics, uh, helping other people um, who are older uh, make sure that they have the best quality of life as they age. Uh, we also have women's health or gender health, uh, people who have challenges with, um, you know, pelvic floor pain, uh, pelvic floor issues. So there's a variety, there's a gamut, and there's pediatrics working with kids. So you can specialize. But the great part, the, the bias I have and, and the passion I have is that physical therapy can be flexible, meaning that you don't have to be locked into one specialty. Now, for a lot of people, they don't know this, but when you are become a physician, an MD, a lot of times you have to uh, become a specialist and you take one exam and you go down that track and it's very difficult or challenging to switch that track later down the line. It's possible, but in the physical therapy world, you can switch tracks in a day, tomorrow, uh, in, in next hour, whatever it is. And so you can work in multiple fields or multiple specialties at the exact same time, meaning you can have two to three jobs at the same time where you're specializing in maybe pediatrics for 
20 hours and you're doing sports uh, for 20 hours or whatever that may be. Or you can find facilities that have uh, different specialties built into them. And so you get a little bit of variation. Now, I know a lot of hospitals or large medical centers have where you can work with uh, people in the hospital and acute uh, injury management. And then you can work with geriatrics, maybe in, in another um, area that works with people who've transitioned out or a neurology or whatever it is. And so you can kind of get this mix. Now, most people, if they're listening to this, it's because they're into orthopedics or sports. Now, in that world, uh, now we're transitioning towards and offering residency training. And what that allows us to do is have a stronger emphasis. Physical therapy school gives you a very broad scenario of what it is that uh, physical therapists can do. And we have to take a, a master uh, universal, sorry, national uh, exam to show competency that we know how to manage a little bit of all the specialties. And now what the residency does is it allows you to really, really focus your attention. And so I did a residency in sports physical therapy, and that was about another year to year and a half. So uh, I did a, a four-year degree. Actually, I, I did mine in five years, uh, and uh, I, I took an extra year. Uh, I, I didn't take the track that I'm going to offer you today and that I'm going to give you for advice. If you want your child to go through this in a streamlined fashion and you know they're fully committed, I'm going to give you kind of the fastest expedited way to go down that track. Uh, and then I'll give you a couple different options. I personally, I, uh, I, I came from a, a different background. Uh, the reason why I wanted to become a physical therapist is because I uh, was raised, born and raised by my grandmother, and um, she gave me a quality of life. And she worked, you know, uh, two jobs to to get to um, help me, help raise me. And uh, at a time where um, we didn't have a lot of resources, uh, she was working two jobs plus overtime. And at a point in her life, her hip was bothering her so much that she had a, had a, a total hip replacement. And I was around 12, 13 at the time. And uh, this is before the internet and uh, before uh, uh, cell phones. Um, <laughs> so I remember looking in the yellow pages, uh, looking for a physical therapist. We didn't have insurance. So I had to find resources to help us find the solutions. So I called up a physical therapy office and asked if I could um, uh, get some exercise to help my grandmother. Well, we didn't have a fax machine. So I, uh, I took a bus and I remember distinctly going to the physical therapy office and, and grabbing a pamphlet of exercises so I can help my grandma rehab. And it took several months, but uh, I did it. I helped my grandma get her quality of life back. And it was amazing to me to give that quality of life to the person who helped me with my quality of life and being able to contribute to their, their health. And that to me was the most impactful thing. And that's why that, that feeling has never left me. Anytime that I work with clients or athletes, or I, I don't care what the age or demographic is, I love the, 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 um, after effect that the the wow factor that people have when they get you know they get back to running or you know they're able to you know lift weights again or pick up their kids or whatever it is that gives me so much gratification and that's why i love being a physical therapist and maybe your kids have uh you know that same kind of um for that fire that passion whatever it is um and so uh, i i took five years i actually was uh, uh, illiterate in uh, uh, up until about high school, uh, that, excuse me, end of high school. And I um, was very fortunate to meet some very, very uh, 
impactful people in my life who gave me a bridge to do something bigger and better in my life. And um, I was in the wrong crowds and, uh, and uh, some people help uh, direct me in the right place. And so my mission and vision, I, I uh, as I mentioned, I'm a CEO and founder of a sports performance physical therapy in San Diego. And one of my biggest uh, goals currently is to give back to my community to help people and, um, you know, people who are interested in getting to this profession. I'm very passionate about it because I think it's the best in, on the planet. And so I am focused in on giving people that information that I wish I had earlier on. So I went to uh, undergrad at San Diego State University. And um, I, while I was le- learning to read and write, I was also taking classes. And uh, you know, I met some people who um, allowed me different opportunities and they pushed me in the right direction. They, they offered me uh, opportunities in research and, and uh, you know, open doors for me. And so I took five years and I went to school in St. Louis, uh, Missouri. I went to a school called Washington University in St. Louis. And at the time it was the number one program uh, in the country. I was very, very honored. And um, I started out with a DPT PhD program, which for some people didn't know that that's possible. So PhD allows people to do research. Maybe your child is very involved and they like the science part, but maybe they don't want to treat people all day. There's also other options to do research behind the scenes. So I did that. And then uh, I continued on with the sports residency and I went on with that. So uh, just know that uh, the normal track can vary, but the general outline is a four-year degree, a three-year doctorate degree, and then opportunities if they want to. It's not required if they want to do a residency and so on. So uh, who is, uh, so that's a typical path to PT. And that's the outline of, of the schooling and education. Uh, and I think it's really important that you know that and your child knows that because um, the, it, the, the path may seem long to some people and it's not. Uh, coming from, from my background, uh, had I thought about it, you know, uh, I just went week to week, month to month, year to year, just trying to figure out how I can, you know, get into the profession and just um, work and just put my head down and go. And for some people, they think about the the long track and that deters them. And I would say it's not hard if I did it. <laughs> anybody could do this, honestly. And I, I think it just requires the right people in your on your side. And if you're listening to this, you're, you're an amazing parent who's looking out for their, their child and making the right decisions for themselves. So I understand where you're at. I also have, I have three kids. Uh, at the time of this recording, I have a, a 11-month-old, a three-year-old, and a five-year-old. And so I understand looking out for their future is important. And so knowing where they're at, I have a lot of parents who are, say, you know, ask me this when their kids are in middle school or in high school, oh, you're ahead of the game. Some are in college, and then maybe they're in their junior, senior year. And so my advice changes based on where you're at. So if, you're, if you know the outline, don't be deterred. Just know that this is normal schooling and education for this profession. Okay, so your child, you you and your child need to be committed to this because this is a uh, a a very um, fun track. However, it requires a lot of things to happen at the right times. So that way your child stays on track uh, to complete the degree in four years to get into the schools that they need so they don't waste an extra summer, winter or extra uh, time or money. And so. I'm going to give you who this profession is for. What are the qualities that I see in typical physical therapists? So if you you can kind of compare to your child and, and I understand that uh, kids as they age, uh, you know, whether that's in high school or college, uh, their personality is going to change, but I I need to tell you who this uh, is for now. And why I say this is, I've, as I mentioned, I've uh, helped students get into school, PT school. Uh, I uh, employ physical therapists, so I understand what it takes to 
to be a successful one uh, and an owner operator of a business that is focused on uh, phenomenal customer service. So the qualities I'm going to give you are those that have been successful in the orthopedic and sports realm. Okay, so this is for my domain, my specialty. Now, it, it might vary for, you know, if they want to go do a different specialty, such as neurology, whatever it is, but I see the same trends. So here's it for. Number one, it's for people who enjoy being around people all day long. <laughs> and what I mean by that is uh, if your child has a, um, a cup of, uh, you know, uh, of where they can be around people for so long, and that cup is very, very small. And so as people take a little bit out of that cup, and, and they take uh, a little bit of their energy, and they don't have a very large cup, uh, that becomes very challenging in this profession. Uh, you're around people all day, uh, depending on your setting, you might see anywhere from eight to 20 people a day. And you have to understand people are in pain when they come to see you, they need help. So we're in this, we're in the game, we're in the profession. Of, of service and helping people. And I think you, you never have, you cannot forget that. Our mission is to help people feel better so that they can enjoy the life they always dreamed of or envisioned or they had at one time in their life. People are trying to achieve something. And so we're just trying to facilitate that. And so sometimes when people come in, they have to understand that they're in pain. They might not be in the best condition possible they're frustrated. Uh, they can't, maybe they can't uh, exercise because they're in pain. Maybe they can't uh, move their hands or legs because they just had a stroke. They're, they're frustrated most of the time. And now when you get them to a better quality of life, that changes. However, depending on those eight to 20 people you see a day, you might get a variation in you know, uh, maybe four people are doing great and four people not. And sometimes you feel like the worst person in the world. Sometimes you feel like the best physical therapist on the planet. And so you have to know that it is a uh, very people intensive uh, job uh, or profession. Uh, now, you don't have to be an extrovert. Uh, it just means that you just have to enjoy being around people. And if they, your child doesn't tolerate being around people much, uh, I, I will say those individuals have a challenge uh, uh, doing well in the profession. And I, what I don't want you to do is waste time, energy, or money into investing in somebody's education who may be, it might not be a fit for. So it's better to find this out earlier. And that's the advice I'm giving you today. So who else is it for? Uh, just know that you're, we, we talked about, you know, you're dealing with people all the time. Uh, they might have, uh, you know, challenges in our life and that might not be the most positive. So you have to be okay with dealing and managing that. Uh, typically, physical therapists enjoy fitness. Uh, they enjoy working out. They enjoy being around people. Uh, they're positive. They're smiley. Uh, they literally enjoy being outside. And because they enjoy working out or uh, just doing some type of fitness, maybe they enjoy hiking or tennis or whatever it is, they want to help other people enjoy that same quality of life. And like I said, I'm talking about the orthopedic and sports world. So uh, who is that for? So who is it not for? Who, who do I see changing their mind later down the line? Either it's their first year college, their last year college, or they even got into PT school. I have met people who went into PT school. They didn't do a lot of the work on the front end. They didn't do all the advice that I'm going to give you today. And they get into physical therapy school, accrue debt, and they decide in their first year, it's not for them. It does happen. And that's why I say do as much homework as you possibly can to make sure this is the thing that they want and that they're suited for. And now if they want it, it's hard to deter them. But just know the qualities of who have challenges in profession.
Okay, here they are. Uh, those who don't enjoy being around people, <laughs> that they uh, maybe they get really frustrated with people who are having you know pain or um, they're they're not the most uh, you know positive people at the t- at the moment. Uh, people who don't enjoy uh, physical close contact with people. Now, why is it important? Because if I am working on somebody's back and they have back pain, I might have to, you know, do some uh, massage or, or uh, therapy techniques on that. And I might have to be in close contact. So if your child doesn't enjoy physical contact or they don't like touch, being touched or touching others, that might be challenging for them. Because uh, in PT school, you practice so much. You're literally uh, working on uh, ankles or, or knees or hips or necks all day long because you have to feel confident helping others. And so if they don't like physical touch or being in close contact, they might struggle with the profession. So uh, what else do they struggle with? Uh, People who don't enjoy science. Now, they don't have to love science, but there is a lot of science involved in uh, the professional physical therapy. Now, once you become a practitioner, there's still research, but you're not necessarily doing more science. Now, you just need the science fundamentals to get into physical therapy school, and there are still continued science courses in physical therapy school. So if, if they don't enjoy science, it might be a longer road for them. It doesn't deter, just know that that it can have a longer track for them. So um, it, ultimately, I think that the people I see succeed are the ones that they just love what they do. And what I mean by that is, for me, my why was my grandma. She was the person who I helped gain her quality of life back. And that feeling is what has never left me. Now, that gives me fulfillment in what I do. So I have to love what I do, no matter what it is. I have to love it. So if somebody's having a bad day, it doesn't matter because I know what's on the other side of my treatment. I know that I can get you a certain point. And that to me is the goal I strive for, whether it's your kid or your family member, your grandmother, your aunt, your uncle. I have that same goal. And I, I know that you're frustrated right now, but I'm going to get you to that point. And if you can see that those people are more successful in this profession. And um, so we now know who it's for. Uh, We now know who it's not for, or the people will have a difficult time with that. It might have a longer track. And you as a parent just need to know that going in, if they're passionate about it, it's hard to fight passion, but just know what might be coming down that pathway. All right, so uh, now that we know who it's for and who it's not for, uh, let's see, what would you say, uh, people have asked me, what what would you say is ideal track for somebody in middle school or in high school or in college? So I'm going to give a couple different scenarios. If you said, hey, uh, in an ideal scenario, if I had my child who was interested in middle school, what would you do? All right. Now, uh, as I mentioned, I'm uh, based out of San Diego, California. And uh, if you are a uh, client of ours or uh, you're a parent of a client of ours or you've seen us and now your kids are getting older and they're interested in our profession, uh, you know, we uh, we're very fortunate to have some uh, high schools in our San Diego area that offer sports medicine classes. And that is gold. That is one of the best things you can set your kids up with. If there's a school that has a track for sports medicine. Now, one of the schools in our area has a track that begins, I think, in their sophomore or junior year, and it's one, two, or three years of sports medicine experience. Wow, that's amazing. So uh, I would highly recommend that. If your school doesn't have it, no problem. 
Another option is to get them into more biology or anatomy classes if they're in middle school or high school classes. Now, typically high schools will offer the anatomy classes. Why is that important? Because you want them to get exposure of what it's going to feel like and what it involves before they make this big decision in college. And all you're doing is just giving um, baby steps into uh, what the future holds. Uh, if not, maybe look for fitness and health uh, or nutrition courses that some uh, uh high schools may offer and some community colleges may offer online courses that they can start in their senior year that are online that may get them a better idea if this is for them uh what i would do uh hands down as a middle schooler high schooler i the, the minute that i can get my uh my kids certified i would get them cpr certified now, CPR certified is, uh, regardless if you're going to be a physical therapist or not, I think that that's critical for everybody. Uh, you never know uh, when you'll actually need it. I think getting, if your kid's in middle school or high school and you get them into a sports medicine class, an anatomy class, a fitness class, a nutrition class, and they're CPR certified, they have a wealth of knowledge. Uh, maybe even beyond, uh, you know, what a parent may, may even know in, in the uh, sports medicine or anatomy world, but they have this wealth of knowledge now they are going in college strong, knowing that this is something they're very interested in. They're confident knowing that. Uh, I would begin observation hours. So for a lot of uh, middle schoolers and high schoolers, uh, you have opportunities to do um, unpaid. Uh, some programs will offer paid, but typically it's unpaid observation hours. And these are like internship hours. And what I would do is just get them to do maybe uh, two to five hours a week. Find a local physical therapy clinic that you love and that you trust and just throw them in there. Apply, apply, ask them if they have opportunities and allow them to see what it's what a day looks like. And try different companies and try different facilities. If they are interested in orthopedics or sports medicine, have them go to that type of facility and maybe uh, a neighboring one or one down the road so that they can see what the difference is and they can actually feel it and look at it and be like, wow, this is what I can totally picture myself doing every day and I will love it. Now, at the same time, I would have them begin to look for a mentor. I know that sounds like a lot if they're in high school, but you believe it or not, at Sports Performance Physical Therapy in San Diego, we have high schoolers that are coming to us asking for opportunities. And uh, I see so much value in that. I It, it hits a special place in my heart. So uh, anytime if your kids are interested, uh, just let us know. Uh, we are all about our community and we are all about giving back. Um, I know what that feels like. And I would give the same opportunity to um, people who are interested. So I, I wouldn't say no, it's just a matter of when. And so they haven't begun to look for a mentor. And the benefit of doing all this, uh, you know, sports medicine track or anatomy or health or online classes or CPR or observation hours, begin to looking for a mentor is that you're getting them exposed to what reality can be for them. And maybe it might be too soon for them, but for the right person, if your kid is, is motivated and, and we all know who those individuals are, sometimes they're just, they're in, they're gung-ho and they want to do it. So for those, it's great because you save time and money and they, they can figure out, man, this is not for me. Absolutely not. And that benefit is worth so much for them to find out it's not the profession for them. That way you don't waste any years in college. Now, uh, I'm going to bring in, I'm going to lead into the college scenario, but know that the flexibility of this profession is amazing. You can actually choose physical therapy as your, um, or pre-physical therapy or actually biology or any major you want going into college, but just know the first two years 
of the prerequisites or excuse me, or the uh, undergraduate classes for physical therapy also apply to other medical fields. Meaning if they go in at, you know, maybe their freshman year and they're like, I'm going to be a physical therapist and they decide that they don't love it. It's okay because those medical classes can then be applied to something else, maybe nursing, maybe uh, uh, being a personal trainer, being a physician, whatever it is they want to be, a scientist, it doesn't matter. Just know you're not wasting like a lot of time or money. Know that those, if they're going to stay in the medical profession, those classes are very flexible and that they can be altered to the uh, different tracks if they wanted to. So, and every school is going to be different. So just know that. But if you're, if you know that they're committed and they're going in college, um, if, if they were able to do the high school track that I just gave you, great. They're going to go into college so much more prepared. If you're like, well, you know, they just expressed that they're, they're in college and they just expressed that they're interested. Okay, it's not too late. I, I just wanted to offer something for parents um, who are, have high school or middle school uh, uh, students who are interested. So now what about college? I would definitely start them on observation hours as soon as possible. Why? Because they need to see it every day, day in, day out. They need to see, uh, you know, two to five hours, five to 10 hours a week of what it's going to feel like to work in that profession. Now, as I mentioned, there are unpaid positions all over the place. And that way they don't have to commit. Maybe they have different classes. They can only do one, two hours this week or whatever it is in this semester. And, and they have a summer full load in the summer. That's why it, 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 there's opportunities that, that exist. And you, most of the time you can go on to uh, any local physical therapy uh, clinics website. Uh, for instance, ours, if you go to sportsperformancept.com forward slash, I think internship or internship position or whatever that may be, uh, but just look at where we have a careers page and we offer opportunities for people to apply. And uh, depending on the hours you're looking for, that we find that fit. So look for those observation hours. Uh, now, what's the, group, the best major for them to get into? I would say kinesiology is the term. It's a study of human movement. And what you want to do is get them into that field. Most schools provide that. Some type of sports medicine or kinesiology or fitness and health track, they're not going to go wrong. Now, what you have to do is generally know what the prerequisites are to physical therapy school. And every school differs. So whatever school you get into, just know that they're going to have a track for you. Typically, they'll have something uh, uh, pretty uh, fixed for you. I went to San Diego State. I was a, a kinesiology major with a pre-physical therapy emphasis. I'm not sure if they offer that uh, still, but um, there was different tracks within kinesiology. You could do athletic training. You can do uh, nutrition. You can do fitness and health. There was different tracks, but I knew I wanted to do physical therapy, so I went down that track. But the, the great part was if I decided a year or two in, I could still reroute and go the other direction and get credit for what I had just taken. So just know there's uh, different opportunities. At this point, you definitely need to have them lock in a mentor. Uh, they need to be seeing somebody who you just don't want them wasting time. You as a parent are going to do so much to get them in the right place, but you will be only able to take them so far because of the nuances of the profession. And maybe they know the tricks of how to get into this school, or they know they wouldn't waste this time this way. Have them find a mentor, uh, put them in good hands, and uh, then begin to start looking at uh, what schools would they be interested in? When, when should you start? I would say the sophomore to junior year. Uh, I, if you're looking at your junior year, it gets a little hectic. And it's almost, it's not too late. They're just going to be rushing around and then you risk having another year. Uh, now, most people call it a gap year. So after, uh, after you finish your four-year degree, uh, some people take a whole year off and you can decide if that's right for you and your child.
Uh, what I would I recommend going straight into PT school? Yes. Uh, if you finished all your courses, you got the GRE score that you wanted, uh, you had all everything, all your your ducks in a row. If you have it all set up, I would highly recommend going straight in. Uh, just I've seen a lot of people stray away; they change their mind, and that's nothing wrong with that. I just think that um, the commitment level is a little stronger right off the top. Uh, but I've seen a lot of people who take that gap year. I mean, I took five years, and I, I'm just giving different options. But I would uh, highly recommend going straight uh, from undergraduate degree into PT school. But look in your sophomore year, start looking at what schools they would want to. Now, which schools, how do you know which one's right for you? What I would do is look at uh, what, what state are you open to? Meaning, what state within the United States would you be open to them going to? Most people in California, I've heard this from numerous parents, I want them to stay in California. Here's what you have to know. The profession of physical therapy is impacted more than ever. And there are more people applying. I remember at the time when we helped start the physical therapy program in San Diego at San Diego State, there was a certain amount of um, uh, uh, admission uh, requests coming in. And over the last 10 years, it's been exponential. More people are interested in this profession. It's a profession for, that will exist forever because as we age, people are always going to have aches and pains. It's just the nature of it. People will always have injuries. People will always have illness. We will always have a job. And because of that, it's very lucrative for a lot of people. They know that there's job security. They know it's stable. They know it's a fantastic uh, job satisfaction. People love their jobs. It's, they're rewarded. They're fulfilled. And so because of that, it's very competitive. Now, now, when you apply to California, you're not just applying for you in California, you're comparing others, competing with other states trying to get into California as well. And now people say, well, how much is it? And, uh, you know, I want to save on costs. That's why I want to stay in California. Just know in-state tuition, hands down, uh, is the cheapest. Uh, every school, I, I don't want to give exact numbers, but generally you're looking at maybe 15 to 20,000 uh, a year uh, for PT school, not including room and board. Now, that might be in-state tuition. Uh, depending on the school, and, and this is recorded in 2022. So whenever you're listening to this, uh, yes, it could be 15,000 15, or 20,000. Uh, at the time I went to school, I finished my PT degree in 2008. And uh, I know that in-state tuition was around eight to 10,000 per year. Uh, and that is uh, long gone <laughs> since then. So that was for in-state state tuition. So uh, know that you're, and that's not even private and private schools can be 40 to 60,000 a year. So uh, that, that's not to deter you or, or um, scare you away. Just know that there's going to be such a very large um, a spectrum of prices and the types of schools. So you think about what other states that uh, they would be open to. If you know, I, I'm biased. I I love the state of Ohio. My wife is from there, so uh, we'd be open to, to uh, physical therapy schools in Ohio. Just know you need might need some backups, some different options. Now, most people want to compete and go into California state schools, uh, if not private schools, and uh, that's not a problem. Uh, most people want to start looking around their sophomore year and then get list your top 10 schools, put it on an Excel spreadsheet or a Google spreadsheet, and then start listing off what are the difference in requirements? What's the GPA requirement? How, uh, what's the GRE requirement? How many is the letters of recommendation? Which one requires si how many science classes? How many physics classes? How many biology classes? How many observation hours? Every school is going to be different. You requ they require observation hours. Uh, at the time I went to PT school, I think it was like two to 300 hours um, of, I think, three different types of settings. So uh, you can't just do it all in an orthopedic setting. You might have to do some in a hospital or uh, some in a different specialty. 
And so what you don't want to do, the reason why I said don't wait till your junior year is because by that time, if they say, hey, you need 300 hours and maybe your child has a job and they're taking a lot of classes, they're not going to have time. So they're going to be very stressed out. You're going to put them in a position that where it's going to be very difficult for get them to, uh, to get those hours completed. So by virtue of that, they're going to have to take a gap year. And so if that's not what you want, then you want to get these things lined up a little sooner. So in their sophomore year, start lining up how many observation hours or what schools they should uh, are interested in, and then start looking at how many observation hours, the differences in, in the re uh, requirements and everything else. And from there, uh, then you have this kind of dream track this is what if you ask me chris um, if your son daughter uh wanted to get into pt school how would you start them off in middle school and high school i'd start them in observation hours uh find any local schools that have the nutrition or sports medicine get them uh, cpr certified uh, go to different uh, companies and have them observe and see if it's great for them. In college, I would have them uh, work on a kinesiology major uh, or an athletic training or personal training or nutrition major. Uh, I'd have them find a mentor uh, outside of me and then uh, begin looking at schools in their sophomore years and all the prerequisites and put that on a sheet and have that on my refrigerator. And they can just stare at that and just, you know, I'm on, am I on the right track? Am, am I doing the things that I need to? Uh, because between sports and school and work, they're going to have a lot of things. So what you don't want to do is overload them before it's too late. So uh, just know that. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, if they decide that uh, it is not the profession for them later down the line, it's okay because those classes that they took within sport, uh, science and biology can still be applied to anything in the medical field typically. Uh, just make sure you find a mentor. That's what I'm saying. I think you should find them sooner whether that's a physical therapist or you know a counselor or whatever it is or somebody who knows the profession it's going to save you so much time, money, and effort, and, and angst. <laughs> so just know that um, that is possible. So uh, what do you do now that you've, you've heard all, this is everything that I tell uh, the parents and the, and the clients and the athletes that we see at Sports Performance Physical Therapy in San Diego. Um, now, what do you do, right? So, okay, so now you've, you've seen the path and your kid is interested. Uh, I would say start by... Uh, applying for an internship or observation hours. Now, some are part-time, uh, some are, uh, you know, unpaid, some are paid. Now, I don't, if you're in a, in a position to be able to go unpaid and they can do this, it's worth every ounce of energy as a parent to know that you're putting them, you're setting them up for success by allowing them to make a decision much sooner and they have a better idea because what they might see and I've had this a lot of times too. Parents say, "Well, oh, they saw, they saw a person, you know, uh, on, on a pro sports game or a football game, and they saw somebody run onto the field and help somebody with, who hurt their ankle." And that's a profession of athletic training, um, which there is some, some overlap. But if you're looking for physical therapy where they're working in a clinic, uh, you know, they're helping people after surgery or sprained ankles or get back to running or weightlifting or whatever it is, and they enjoy that setting, that's perfect. That's what physical therapists are. And so you have to have an understanding of what the, you and your child have to, and the, and the profession have to have the same view. Is this the right profession that I'm thinking of? And so I've had people come in and observe and they're like, oh, I had no idea that you have to see this many people and you have to have a big, large cup of energy at the beginning of the day. And you're going to be uh, supporting people who maybe are in pain and they might not be feeling the best. And so you're always managing people's um, 
challenges in life. And so it has to be rewarding for you in order for you to do that day in, day out. And I think they have to get an idea. So I would hands down, uh, if they're a middle school, high school, college, doesn't matter, or if they're already graduated, no problem, still do it. Have them apply, get a minimum of 100 hours before they even have an opportunity to say yes or no. Because I think by that point, I've seen a lot of students come through. As I mentioned, I've gotten people into some of the best schools in the country. And the most successful ones have committed and they knew exactly what they were getting into and they were hungry for, they're motivated. And so uh, the first thing I do, uh, apply for an internship. Uh, If you're interested in ours in San Diego, it's sportsperformancept.com sportsperformancept.com forward slash internship or internship program or internship application or internship position. Either way, you'll find it in our careers page uh, or career tab. And uh, uh, just know that uh, everything I'm telling you is what I would tell your child. Uh, This is exactly how I would move down the right path. And it'll, it's here to help you figure out if this is a place for you, if this is the profession for you. Uh, now, we do have uh, opportunities. So what we've realized is sometimes we have these superstar uh, students who they just want more. They want to be around the clinic more. And so we've offered now, we've created a track for them uh, to have part-time employment. Uh, and purely because... Uh, I know exactly what they're going through and I know what that feels like. And sometimes they're having this big commitment and they would also like to get paid while they, uh, you know, learn and all these other things. And uh, when they're that hungry and they're passionate and they want to be part of something bigger, uh, we've now created a a track for part-time employment with uh, potential for future employment for those who uh, maybe want to take a gap year or they want to make some money during their internship or summers. And if they're going to take a gap year, they can uh, help out around the clinic and it gives them more opportunity to learn more about the profession and and the business side and everything else. So we immerse our interns into everything. They are part of everything, our marketing, our our, uh, clinic uh, cleanliness and all everything else. Now, that's another point I wanted to make that when people intern, um, when people intern at our facility, uh, one of the things we... one of the best things my one of my mentors taught me is how you have to know how a facility runs and operates and you have to know it from all angles in order to be a really good clinician and like why does that make sense well you have to know what customer service is and what an experience a patient or an athlete goes through going to physical therapy you know uh, are things clean are they organized how do they appear when you first walk in Um, are the floors clean are there are the mirrors uh, smudged how does that uh, how does that uh, affect somebody's perception of your service and your care? And so, a lot of times, we have our interns learn the customer service side, so that way, when they're a physical therapist, they're more successful because they know how important those things are, and they can also help other interns or other people in the profession understand how to service and provide the highest quality of service and experience for the person who is in pain, frustrated, and the last thing they want to do is have poor quality service or be in a facility that is not clean or organized. It just adds to um, more of their, I shouldn't say anxiety, but their their angst or their fear of being in pain forever or being in that condition forever. So uh, that's the approach we take with our interns, allowing them to see what really customer service is like, uh, what the behind the scenes is like, how to manage a facility, how to clean it, maintain it, uh, organize things. Uh, we test them on body parts 
charts and anatomy and, and how everything works. And they absolutely love it. And, uh, you know, I would say is after doing all this, I would give them 100 hours and allow them the opportunity to do that. And from there, they'll have a really good idea. So uh, there you have it. That's the track from middle school to college to post-collegiate to what would you do to uh, who is this profession perfect for and who is it not perfect for. And I hope this helps uh, all the parents out there and if you're a student and you're listening to this, uh, great, good for you. It'll help as well. But if you're a parent and you're looking, you're you're seriously looking at this, I would highly recommend just following this track to a T. Uh, if you ever have any questions, I I read every email personally. You can send it to team S P T E A M S P at sportsperformancept.com. And uh, we can help your child uh, with whatever advice uh, that they need, uh, whether it's, you know, internship hours, is, is this right for them? Uh, we are here for our community. That's what we're built on. And that's what we continue to do is support the future generation. They will be the ambassadors of this profession. And I'm biased. I said, as I mentioned, I think it's the best on the planet and I want it to continue to be that. And for that reason, we take this uh, uh, very seriously. And uh, if that sounds right for your child, uh, just know that we have those opportunities and there's a place for them down the road, whenever that uh, may be, and uh, they'll be in great hands. So I hope this helps. Uh, feel free to email us uh, or visit our website, sportsperformancept.com, uh, if you have any questions. And I wish you uh, nothing but the best and uh, best of luck with your kids. Uh, I know I will uh, down the line be having these uh, considerations as well. So uh, I hope this helps and feel free to reach out uh, at any time. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you enjoy our content, help us help others by giving us a five-star review. This gives us an opportunity to provide people just like you with great information to stay healthy. If you have any questions, email us at teamsp at sportsperformancept.com. If you want more, head over to our website and sign up for our VIP email list to stay in touch with the latest and greatest. And while you're there, download one of our free reports on back pain, knee pain, ankle pain, or running efficiency. It doesn't matter if you're new to exercise, an experienced personal trainer or coach, healthcare professional or professional athlete. This information is literally for anyone interested in fitness and health. We're excited to keep you healthy and active. We'll see you on our next episode.